with the disappearance of many small farms and agriculture's declining social image, not to mention competition from cheaper imports and finger-pointing over climate change, farming does not, on the face of it, seem the most tempting career prospect for today's young Europeans. And yet right now, when ensuring our food security is more crucial than ever, Europe really needs a new generation of farmers ready to get their hands dirty. But there is no denying it, the European agricultural model is in crisis. I'm Hermine Dancel and I'm back with a new episode of our Green Deal podcast where we discuss farmers of the future and the future of farming in the EU. According to a European Parliament report published in April, the number of farms in the EU fell by a third between 2003 and 2016, from around 15 million to 10 million. The biggest decline was seen among small farms of less than 5 hectares. The long-term structural transformation taking place in our countryside sees farms getting bigger and bigger and production being concentrated in fewer, larger hands. If this trend continues, there could be fewer than 4 million farms left in the EU by 2040, which represents a staggering 62% drop on the 2016 figure. With many of Europe's remaining small and medium-sized farms facing major economic difficulties and the very existence under threat, what might tempt young farmers into this sector? Miriam, our colleague from RTBF, spoke to Xavier, a young Belgian farmer. Xavier agreed to take over his father's beef farm, but only if he could break with tradition. I always wanted to take over the farm, but I didn't like the way my father ran it. Well, perhaps didn't like is a bit too strong. I always said to myself that I was going to take over the farm, but I wasn't going to do it in a conventional way, because I didn't agree with the current agricultural model. I'm really a bit against the system. The problem with the current system is that you are completely dependent on agribusiness, which sets the prices, and it's always the lowest price, because they're not going to go up market, right? So you slog, you slog and you slog and you can't necessarily survive off your income. So you have to reduce your production costs, which means you don't always work in the healthiest way possible. You have to produce and produce and you become a total slave to your work. It's stressful, and I didn't want that. You'll dig your own grave if you carry on the way the farming community works now. Europe's farmers are heavily dependent on EU subsidies, which are now closely linked to sustainable farming practices. Yet younger farmers are also far more aware of the climate challenge than their parents, partly because they have to cope with the effects of increasingly extreme weather conditions, as Firmino Cordeiro, Director General of Portugal's Young Farmers Association, tells Cristina from Radio Nascença. We have to dance to the EU's tune, but not only because of subsidies. We have to change with the times, and we all know that this phenomenon has not just appeared in the last two, three or four years, but over several decades. Climate change has become more pronounced, and everything we do for biodiversity, for sustainability, for resource conservation, everything we do now is a language that must continue to exist. Charlotte Otter is a young German farmer who recently took over her family's fruit farm. She tells Sina, a colleague from IMS, that making farming practices more sustainable is what drives many of Europe's young farmers today. 
Also ich glaube, dass die Landwirtschaft in Zukunft viel nachhaltiger werden wird. So I believe that agriculture will become much more sustainable in the future. Not because it has to, but because it wants to. I know so many young ambitious farmers who do this job simply because they love what they do. And they're convinced that it can only work properly if it's done sustainably, because that is the future. But sustainability does not only mean ecological sustainability, it means social and economic sustainability too. And, she adds, Digital transformation is an integral part of this. Ohne das wird es nicht funktionieren. Was uns dabei helfen wird, hoffentlich, neben der Politik, die Without that, it just won't work. What will help us to achieve it, in addition to policies that support us rather than block us, is technology and digitalization. I believe that under the heading of smart farming, we will have many opportunities in the future to enable much more sustainable agriculture. Digital agriculture involves the use of high technology, including sensors in fields and satellites. The resulting data is processed using computer models to inform agricultural practices. These farming methods are considered newfangled by some of the older generation but they are promoted as a solution to the excesses of industrial agriculture. They aim to limit the use of pesticides, for example, and to automate farms more. Nilo Sori is a former computer scientist and a young Italian entrepreneur who has set up a farm to produce micro-vegetables using minimal soil, water and energy. Last year, Nilo's business won one of Italy's so-called Green Oscars, which recognize innovation that protects the climate, fights waste and creates jobs. He tells our colleagues at Radio 24 that no self-respecting farmer of the future can afford to ignore technological progress. Per quanto mi riguarda, sono molto positivo per quelli che che saranno gli sviluppi futuri. As far as I'm concerned, I feel very positive about future developments. This is a sector that obviously cannot be ignored and one that deserves all the research and technology you can put in it. Clearly, the workforce will need additional expertise as well. For instance, if a teenager tells me that he wants to be a farmer when he grows up, I say, great, but still learn IT. If you need to insure your fields and you have different crops in different fields, you can draw up a cadastral plan containing all the different statistics, and it's way easier. The more technologically minded you are, the easier things will be for you in any sector. But the policy response to support such a technological shift has so far proved inadequate. According to the Parliament's report, the EU's common agricultural policy is not fit for purpose when it comes to promoting these structural changes. On the contrary, the funding system heavily favours intensive traditional farms, as Xavier confirms to RTBF. The system is designed for you to live on subsidies. The whole subsidy system, the cap and everything else, you live off it because you receive premiums for suckler cows. The more suckler cows you have, the more subsidies you get. So you get into a pattern where you say to yourself, well, I have to get more because my expenses are going to increase. I'll get some more to get some more money. And it's a vicious, hyper-vicious circle that I want to get away from completely. The day I don't need cap payouts to cover all the running costs of the farm, well, that'll be heaven. 
There are certainly a few structural measures that can and do provide support to young farmers. But, says the Parliament's report, due both to the poor targeting of beneficiaries and to a lack of funds, they do not begin to make up for the underlying buyers towards larger, more established farms. Nilo Sori agrees that these subsidies can be hard to access without specialist support. In general, è un mondo che ha molte potenzialità. Generally speaking, it's an area with a lot of potential, in terms of incentives and subsidies too. It's not easy to understand how to apply for them, who to ask. Professional associations clearly help, but even they don't have a complete picture. For instance, there are funding streams for agriculture, but you can apply for funding aimed at startups or innovative companies as well. You need someone who knows how to manage this area of funding and contributions. Taut Vides, a 22-year-old Lithuanian farmer, agrees that farmers need to be supported and educated to move with the times, particularly when it comes to sustainable farming. However, as he stresses to Augustier from Ginura Dias, even if all the support in the world is put in place, change will not take place overnight. There has to be some help, some education, some support from the state to make it worthwhile. I also think, an example from my personal opinion, that the state should take a closer look at the whole area of agricultural education. I'm talking specifically about universities here. There are 32 students in my cohort, including myself, who are studying this specialism. If we scale this up to the national level, this is a very small number. I think that the state should also invest in us, as when we graduate, when we start practicing, we can go on to guide and educate others. I think we're a key part of this. Every little helps. There is a big picture. The idea that we can just snap our fingers and say that we're going to be green from next year, I think that's basically impossible. For a long time, farming, whether working in the fields or rearing animals, has been seen as an exhausting work with little social value. But a younger generation of Europeans is shaking things up, and this vision is changing. For many young people, the agricultural industry offers a chance to return to a simpler, healthier life, get closer to nature and escape the pressures of the office. 32-year-old Maurizio Oggero, for instance, turned his back on a career in law to return to the family farm. He has introduced some major digital and environmental innovations, including installing solar panels on the roofs and greenhouses and building a biogas plant that makes the farm self-sufficient in terms of energy and avoids the release of methane into the atmosphere. Like his compatriot Nilo Sori, Maurizio has received a green Oscar for his efforts. And he tells Radio 24 that, despite the long hours, farming no longer needs to be a case of all work and no play. The fact that a farmer spends more time working and has a lower quality of life than an employee was undeniable until our parents' generation. Now things have started to change. If you're a farmer and you have work to do in May, June or July, you can still take a week off during that period. In the past, this was simply unthinkable. 
our generation is also making these kinds of changes. If I want to stop two hours early one evening and go out for dinner, I can do that. There have been changes, and not just in terms of having more money to live on. Now I can spend my money not only on the business, buying more fields, but also on a better lifestyle. It's still hard work. You can work up to 13 or 14 hours a day. It's not fun. But the mindset is not like it was 30 or even 20 years ago. So with many of today's white-collar workers experiencing stress and burnout, struck behind their computers for hours on end, could a life in agriculture offer a healthier, a more balanced alternative for the 21st century? As you have heard, our radio stations have met many passionate young farmers with an inspiring vision for the future. And they certainly believe that it can. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode of the Green Deal podcast with Euronet Plus, where we discuss personal hygiene. Can clean meat green? Till then.